everyone. Welcome to my seventh podcast for parenting in real time, Motherhood Mothership, a discussion podcast to help you as parents maneuver through the ultimate job of rearing your special blessing, your children. Last month's podcast, On the Other Side of Quarantine, I interviewed one child and one teenager. They discussed their quarantine experiences and their new post-quarantine attitude as they were beginning to go back to school for the first time since March of 2020. We realized through conversation that quarantine was challenging, but they recognized that they had grown in many ways that were unexpected. So please check it out when you can. Today, we are going in the other direction. We as adults will become children again. Yes, we will have fun again, finally. Our lives are opening up again as the restrictions of COVID-19 quarantine are slowly being lifted this summer of 2021. We are becoming active and ready to roll as we are feeling like kids again peeking into the living room on Christmas morning, apprehensive but excited about what we're about to see and do. We are ready to go, play, and get back to pre-COVID times. Yet, 14 months of quarantine has caused us to be apprehensive as we question ourselves as we begin to totally interact with others. Let's close our eyes and remember running outside when it is recess time. All kids want to have fun. So let's become kids again. And how do we do this? Well, we think like a kid. We are positive. All things are possible. And we have to understand that our newfound wisdom, though, is like looking through the lens of a child. Today, we will share a conversation with Ms. Celeste Moster. Educator, motivational speaker, ministry leader, mom, and grandparent. We will also share with Ms. Tiffany Owens, Associate Director of Professional Development at the Inner City Arts Center in Los Angeles, where young people can learn and develop themselves through visual and performing arts. Today, we are talking to two of my favorite people. Uh, my, my friend, Celeste Johnson, Ashley's my sister-in-law. She's been part of my life forever. And um, she just has wonderful things to talk about. Um, and also Tiffany Owens. And Tiffany Owens is someone that I met recently, but powerful person, um, just a positive person. And today's theme has to do with New Horizons new beginnings, uh, catapulting into futures that are, have been you know, brewing this year, uncertainties. The quarantine has put us in a different place that, than we even thought of two years ago. But in being put in that situation, we have hopefully grown. We've hopefully become um, more introspective about ourselves. Um, I'm hoping that we that there's a new part of us that we didn't know existed, a new talent, a new interest, a new um, dynamic about us 
that will help us into this new year, this new horizon, this new beginning. And so today I just wanted to ask my friends a couple of questions. They're gonna sort of like um, tell individually about where they were at the beginning of this episode, this, this new journey. And then together we will talk about ways that they are going to be um, catapulting their lives and hoping that it will bless you, bless me and each other. So first of all, I'm gonna start with Tiffany. Tiffany, this has been a long year. Um, what have you learned about yourself? What experiences have made you grow um, that you can say that, you know, that you would like to share with our audience today? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's funny when we were um, talking about me, you know, having this conversation with, with you and Celeste, I had time to think about it and I had a million answers and now here we are. And I think, what's the most essential thing I can say? And I, I think just continuing every day to get up and put one foot in front of the other, and it doesn't sound very glamorous and it doesn't sound very exciting, but um, I think like a lot of people, in this strange time, this past 14 months, on a daily basis, I've had moments where I felt hopeful and I felt like, well, I'm safe, I'm well, I'm healthy, I have all those things. It's a chance to, to grow, it's, this time has been a chance to try something different. And then I also have a lot of moments where I feel really quite sad, you know, and, and feel, um, the loss that so many, the losses that so many people have felt. And so when you say, what, what, what have I learned from this time? I, I guess it's, it's so simple, but just if I can get up every day, you know, put on a clean pair of socks and put one, not shoes, cause we're home all the time, but you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other and doing just a few things that need doing, even if I don't feel great, I know that maybe later in the day or maybe tomorrow I'll have one of those moments where I do feel good. And I don't know, that's probably the most important thing I've learned um, so far. It's not the only thing, but it's the first thing that comes to mind is just mm -hmm. get up and keep trying even in the moments when it feels pretty awful. Um, mm -hmm. So there's that. <laughs> no, that's great because it's, it's been the moment by moment, the little by little, the simple by simple things that make our lives what they are. Yeah. So, um, you know, I appreciate that. It's the little, it's the little things that count. Yeah. So um, I, you, you had something else you wanted to say? Yeah, there, you know, one other thing that's been in my mind a lot off and on over this last year and a half or so is finding a balance between these two ideas. And the, the one idea is, is that quote that the world is as we are, you know, we, 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 we experience our circumstances based on our mindset. That, that's one idea. But then the other idea is we're not in control of everything that happens to us and we can't beat ourselves up in those moments when we feel sad. And so for me, really trying to find a balance between positive thinking and kind of being honest and real, at least with myself about not always feeling positive, <laughs> like finding a balance that I can live with between those two ideas. Um, 
I don't know that it, I don't want to say it's something that I've learned. I'll say that it's something that I think about a lot. Like, where is the balance there? You know, where do I need to push myself to be hopeful and be positive? And where do I need to let myself off the hook and just accept that I kind of feel sad today. I'm going to just live with that and hope that I feel a little better later or feel better tomorrow. Like allowing myself some space and grace to feel my real feelings um, and to not feel like I have to, you know, tie myself up in a neat little package of success and awesomeness, you know, like I'm a human being. So finding that balance is something I think about a lot, at least. Well, I needed to hear that. <laughs> I'm still looking for it. I'm still looking for the balance on a daily basis. That's what I'm yeah. doing. Well, life is dirty. Life is messy. And it's no cartoon and it's no uh, commercial. So <laughs> I think we have to get down in the dirt sometimes. And then uh, like, you know, I liked what you said because life is not polished for mm -mm. sure. Mm -mm. But we're, no, we're polishing <laughs> ourselves. We're polishing ourselves. Yes. Oh gosh, wonderful. Uh, Celeste, Celeste. Yes. Celeste is a teacher too, just like me. So we're getting we're getting right back into school. So yeah. there's a lot of anxiety, and we we've been in the trenches ever since March 13th. Right. What do you What do you have to say, Celeste? Is what can you What can you tell us about your year? Well, it has been a year of. Um, so I'm kind of a half cup full person. <laughs> And so I think my approach to this year has really been um, staying in gratitude and thankfulness. And I think the thing that helps me have balance, I hear you, Tiffany, about the balance. And I think the thing that helps me to have any kind of balance is the fact that I, every night that I sleep and wake up in the morning is a new beginning. And I, I have this saying that I've shared with Kathleen before and, and um, in ministry, and it's, it's yours every second, right? And the Y stands for yes, yours, and the E stands for every, and the S stands for second, Lord. And it, I say that because sometimes that's the distance of the moment that I can um, uh, make it through any of the trial and tribulation. Um, it's like, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, for example, I'll have students and I have a second period class who doesn't uh, want to talk to me. You know, they don't come on and talk to me in Zoom. There's a black screen and their name is there. They don't answer when I call and I'm trying to convince them, you know, you want to turn on and there's hope and, you know, we, we're going to make it through this. And, and this one class is the class that that uh, gives me the most um, anxiety, <laughs> but, but they don't hang up. They don't get off the Zoom. And at the end of every class, they turn their mics on and then they say, bye miss, have a good day. <laughs> and I don't know whether I have reached them during that time or not. I don't know if they heard any of the lesson that I imparted to them. Sometimes I leave in that moment in that yours every second, Lord, I leave that second and I'm agitated or irritated but what happens is at the moment they say bye miss have a good day and when I see them the next day it's a brand new start 
and I have to forget what happened, not forget, but just let go mm. of what happened the day before and sometimes even the moment before. Um, and the other thing that happens for me is I, I'm learning a lot um, through meditation. And so what, and, and I, I think that's the first time that I met you. Um, and you were giving, I came to one of the classes, right? Tiffany and I, I came to one of the classes for the, uh, was that when I met you? I didn't really meet you, but did you give a class with the art institute or the art organization that you work for? Yes, lots. <laughs> yes, I was there. And you okay. did a whole meditation and movement thing. Yes. Yes. That's okay. when I met you. And okay. one of okay. the things that you were talking about is breathing, right? Yeah. And so okay. one of the things that I'm learning about this, you, you know, no two things can occupy the same space at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And so, in, and I teach this to my students too, in breathing, you, if, if you concentrate on your breath, then you can't concentrate on the thing that has you not breathing <laughs> <laughs> yeah isn't that the truth and the breathing right. you know it should it is a general rule it's always there so it's always there for us to pay attention to we don't have to set a timer we don't have to do right. it just pay attention to that it's just right there. right right and so i tell that i talk to students about that and then it's like the concept of just taking everything one step at a time like we don't have to take giant steps uh, we can take baby steps and baby steps are those seconds, you know, er yours every second. I can live like that. I can't, I can't guarantee that I can take it from now until the next two hours. I could, I could tell you that when I, uh, earlier this afternoon, I didn't think I could take the next six to 10 minutes that were coming in front of me. <laughs> but, and then the other part of that with the gratefulness is that we always can look back and and when we look back, it's not about going back, but when I look back, I can see how far I've come. And so that is a, you know, that's something else that has helped. Um, have I had days of just frustration and sadness and confusion and all of that? Yes, and, and authentically, I will share that. And so that gives me relief and that gives, that kind of frees me up as well, you know? And then the last thing I think that I, on that topic is, I hear a lot in education about how much we've lost in this year. Mm -hmm. And what I, wanted, I want people to do is start focusing on how much we've gained. You know, how much have we gained? We can, we can talk, yes, we've lost. And in education, they, there's often this conversation about how much loss the students have experienced in this year. And, and but, but they've gained survival skills that's, that's major. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Right. You know, who, who has been through this before? None of us. And the, the cool thing for me as a teacher and as an older person working with younger people is we're experiencing the exact same thing for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow. And, and sometimes those kids give insight to it. And, and sometimes we have insight to give to them, you know? But there is, there is, for me, there's a sense of hopefulness, of new beginning, fresh start, and authoring that. Being responsible for the authoring, having the authority and authoring what your new beginning is, you know, that's powerful. That's hopeful to me. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's funny because that you say that, I, I feel that so much. One of the things I've 
tried to cultivate as a habit in my life, not just in the pandemic, but, and I'm not saying I get it right all the time, but I'm saying one of the things I try to cultivate as a habit in my life and that has served me in the pandemic is to do what you said, which is pay attention to your breath when things are getting a little hectic so that I could stay calm and then look to try to look at every situation, every moment through the lens of opportunity. Yes. Rather than the lens of threat. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about authoring our, our what comes next, you know, I think about every moment to moment situation I'm in and then the bigger picture, like 14 months of pandemic lockdown or whatever. And just saying, you know, whether I'm super feeling it in the moment or not, can I look at this situation? Maybe just as an intellectual exercise, can I look at this situation and say, what are the opportunities here? Mm-hmm. As much as I say, what are, the, ugh, what are the threats here? And when you say looking at, you know, uh, of course we've lost a lot, but what have we gained? It's a, it's a similar kind of thing. Like, well, we lost a year of regular prescriptive structured learning in the format that we were used to it. Yeah. Uh, among other things in a, in a school sense. But as you said, we gained our students and we gained the opportunity to build some skills we would never have otherwise had because none of us has been through anything like this before. And having that same, trying to cultivate that same mindset in terms of every interaction I have with a person. This is going really well, great. Here's a bunch of opportunities. This is going kind of terribly. What's the opportunity here? Yeah. You know? And looking at the, the, the time in, at work in the pandemic, well, I don't get to do things the way I'm used to, but what can I do? Yeah. Oh, I can learn how to use uh, Zoom. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's become normal, you know, but I did not know how to do this a year ago. Yeah, you know, learning technology skills that I will need to stay valid and relevant for the rest of my yes. working life um, yes. that I p- perhaps might not have gained as quickly or as um, solidly in my bones as I did in this past year. And being able to go, okay, well, I learned that and I learned that. What else is related to that that I could learn or that I could yeah. ask for? You know, just how do I, how do we look at situations um, through the lens of opportunity? at least as often as we look at them through the lens of threat. Like, yeah, all yeah. this stuff in the pandemic stinks, but there's also stuff we could mine from it that's useful, you know? Yeah. When you're, when, I don't know, I've, I have literally never dug a well in my life. I don't even know where this metaphor came from, but like, I assume when you are digging a well, there's a lot of dirt and mud and hard yes. work and blisters <laughs> on your hands. And it's not particularly fun to dig a hole to find right. water. But then when you're digging that hole, you learn things about the earth and you find, yeah. you know, things that might've got buried a long time ago that are kind of neat or interesting. And eventually you hit water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are the opportunities? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, was, yeah. I don't know about that metaphor, but that's something I think about a lot. That was a perfect one. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like happy accidents, you know, yeah. in art. Uh, I used to tell my students, don't, you know, don't throw away that paint when you finish. Um, and I have a lot of paintings that came out, uh, out of kids leaving extra paint and I didn't want to waste it. So there's just a glob, these globs of paint. It's a happy and the next day they come and they say, well, I don't want you to waste the paint, but this is what I did with wasted paint. It would have been wasted, but 
you know, so, so teaching through the happy accidents is, is a good, a good thing. Those are great teachable moments, you know, and we've had a lot yeah. <laughs> in the last year. And, yes. And, 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 <laughs> you know, I, I was going to ask you guys, like, what would you suggest for the people out there? But you guys have been mentoring ever since you've been talking. I just know that someone's going to pick up something that you're saying and, and take that ball and run to the goal line. I, the one, the, the, the thing that I would like to say that I hear from both of you is in achieving what we are doing this past year, it makes us feel good. It, I, I see you guys thinking and you're talking yourselves up and that's a good positive feeling, which means uh, increasing your self-esteem. And I think if, if, if people yes. who are listening feel, okay, if I could get through my first Zoom or if I can then get to the next platform, okay, no, now I can, now I'm manning a meeting and oh, no, I have my children and I've gotten them to the point where we made through one homework session or I was able to interview for a job. Every time that you do something that you didn't do before, you're building upon hey, if I can do this, I can do other things in life. Let me try mm -hmm. this now. Yeah. And so what I'm taking out of this time, just, just to sort of like put the cherry on the top because you guys have put the chocolate sauce and the ice cream. And you know how we all sort of used to stir it together mm -hmm. <laughs> when we were kids. Homemade frosties. Uh, <laughs> you always have to put the cherry on top. It just makes it look better. Um, but there's nothing that I can improve on this, but just to let you know that in doing this, I hope that everybody has increased their, their, self, their self image of themselves, their worth, and to know that they're like she said, no yeah. happy accident and to look at everything as an opportunity this year. And in doing so, you've increased yourself. And if you can increase yourself, then there's really no obstacle that you can't overcome because mm -hmm. you've overcome the pandemic. You've overcome, you've survived. You come out the other end and you should be stronger for it. And you're hitting that water in that well. Mm -hmm. And water is the source of life. It's <laughs> what we need to survive. So, you know, thank you guys. I appreciate your words of wisdom. Does anybody want to say anything else before we, we tune out today? I just want to... You know, it's so funny. I'm looking at those. Can you hear me? I'm, yeah. I'm looking at those, um, the paintings behind you, right? And one of the things I was thinking about, I was thinking about a lesson for my students. So I teach digital, um, uh, digital imaging and, and art. And so uh, it makes me think of an exercise where you, um, you require uh, the student participating in your class to frame it. And you just... If you were to frame your experience uh, in this year, so what happens is we've been doing a lot with doodling and that kind of thing. And this more, I'm writing a, working on writing a grant for um, uh, a project. And so one of the things that I thought of today was uh, doing something where it's, it's called in the lines. And so what students would do is kind of doodle in black and white or just pen and ink um, they're things that they experienced during the pandemic and, and reproducing those so someone else could color them mm -hmm. and then framing it. Mm 
and having a discussion about your framed experience because this year uh, with all it's with all it entailed in 2020 is going to be a year in it's a year marked in history and to be able to frame the experience in some kind of uh, concrete way that you have an artifact from that you could share with your children and your children's children or your family or friends I just thought that would be really cool. And so I was looking at those frames back there, the, the artwork, and I was thinking it would be an awesome, ex- awesome experience to ju- just do an exercise, no matter who was doing it, what, if it was through meditation, if it was through art, if it was through dance, and you, and you do something where you say, frame it, frame 2020. Wow. You know, that would be so powerful to just imagine what those images would look like or those experiences would sound like, you know. Yeah, it'll be great for us to do. It's this opportunity. We should do a project. <laughs> Lasso the tornado. Lasso the tornado. Oh, I like that. I've never. There you go. Before. I'm gonna write that down. Yes, please. But um, I I also wanted to make sure, and, and it, it, I'm glad Celeste mentioned it because it's art, and art and dance and all these different things. Uh, are so open-ended um, for our listeners. Tiffany works at a, a wonderful inner city arts. That's where we all sort of met together in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to see how innovative and how creative and how uh, out of the box we can be. Uh, it's yes. a place of growth and for children and adults. In, in the middle of Los Angeles, she's one of the... Uh, facilitators there you guys gotta check it out inner city arts but um yes you know, it's you gotta you have to find now that you now that you are there folks don't just sit and go back to 2019 mm-hmm. elaborate on your life get into a place go into a exercise program go into an art a dance a facility like inner city arts uh, get out there. No, now you know your neighbors for the first time. Get out, <laughs> them. Get out there. Know them. Understand them. This has been a, a, a time of where I didn't even know my neighbor's last name. It was just, hi, Margo. But now I know Margo's a teacher and Margo has a dog and that Margo moved from North Dakota. And so, you know, elaborate on those experiences. Find it. And if you want to put a frame on it, that's great, but don't just stop now. Keep growing, keep going, right. keep elaborating, keep building that self-esteem, make that tornado, uh, lasso it and ride behind it and uh, just play with it. <laughs> yeah. It's not a Absolutely. terror, it's, it's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So moms out there, dads, parents, teachers, educators, lawyers, doctors, uh, the seeds have been planted. It's in your, the balls in your court, all those different cliches we hear, but nothing can put into perspective what we've all been through. It's been our own experience. Take it, bring, bring it on. Like we, we, we made it through 2020 and there's been no other experience like this. Let us now bring it out yes coming up and bringing it out
My greatest gratitude to Ms. Tiffany Owens, Associate Director of Professional Development at the Inner City Arts Center in Los Angeles, and Ms. Celeste Molster, Los Angeles Unified School District for their wonderful positive message today. The love you speak has touched me, and I hope you as listeners have been inspired by their positive message. Moment by moment, we must be positive, which touches everyone else. We are like kids on the playground, so let's go out and play. I want to take time and thank Anchor Podcast by Spotify, the platform which is used to record Motherhood, Mother Should. It also shares my podcasts across the internet and keeps my listeners connected. Please check out my previous Motherhood, Mother Should podcasts as well. We are counting down to the release of my book, Motherhood, Mother Should, which will come out this fall. This shares many anecdotes of my family coming up, sharing strategies that were used by my husband and I, as our seven children became productive and positive adults. Next Motherhood Mother Should podcast, I will be interviewing my twins, Dr. Matthew Brown and Dr. Nicholas Brown. They have both graduated from medical school this year, one becoming a physician and the other a dentist. You've got to hear their interview and their story. It is awesome. Please follow me on Facebook or Instagram at CalfBrown7. That's capital K, then lowercase letters A T H B R O W N, followed by the digit 7. Please let someone know about my podcast. We all need a little friendly love and advice, especially during our parenting years. God bless you and remember to love and hug your children. Give them a call if they're adults. It's all so important. They are truly your greatest blessing. So enjoy this wonderful time you have with them together. As we strengthen ourselves as parents, we strengthen our children who grow up to make this world a better place. Thank you.